Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another installment of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast and news update. And today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code Locked On, and you will receive $10 off your first order. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis, along with my partner in crime. John, some sports guy, Hickman, happy to be back. But we're back today, and we're going to discuss a couple of things. First and foremost, I think the most important news, not only for the Houston Texans surrounding your team, which while you're here, but the entire NFL, COVID-19, and which undrafted free agent will have the likelihood of making the team. But before we hop into that, I definitely want to go ahead and get started with the COVID-19. Cody, as you know, listeners, if if you know, and if you do not know, you will know now. A few players surrounding, (laughs) it's not funny, but Houston and Dallas, Respectively, the NFL teams, the Cowboys and the Texans, uh, were tested positive for the coronavirus. Uh, no Houston player name was, you know, came out for some reason. Ezekiel Elliott came out; his name was mentioned, but uh, that happened in the last couple of days. The NFL has not released any change or postponing of training camp, which is to start next month. Mid to late next month, the NFL regular or preseason, they are mentioning the possibility of, uh, you know, shortening the preseason, which that was a part of the collective bargaining agreement to bring it down to three. I think with everything going on, it may bring it down to two. I'm not sure. That's something we'll keep our eyes on. But, you know, as we look around, the MLB is in shambles right now. And I want to shout out to Houston Astros because, you know, everybody was calling this team out. And then New York <laughs> had their beef. And then They're New York the got ones. caught again. They got caught again cheating because that's what the New York Yankees has been historically known for. You're just mad you didn't do it as good as the Houston Astros allegedly did. Uh, but MLB is in shambles. You know, Manfred came out, the commissioner came out and said that, he was 100%, 100% guaranteeing baseball. Well, now he may cancel the season. We know where the NBA is right now. We're trying to get things going for Orlando. And then now Kyrie, now among other players, they are saying, hey, this is what's going on outside is bigger than what's going on inside. And inside, I am referring to basketball, NBA. And so the NBA right now is up in the air. NFL has the most... Uh, I would say likelihood of playing because the regular season isn't scheduled for another three months, but you still have training camp, you still have preseason. What are you going to do with those? Will the NFL actually have a season this year? I'm, I, I'm not sure. I'm really not. And the only reason why I think the NFL will, and I actually tweeted this, the NFL is king of the moment. And if they understand that there may not be no baseball in the fall, with everything going on with the NBA, they may not get a championship or playoff to end off the regular season. The NFL may say, hmm, this is the biggest opportunity to capitalize on being the king 
of American sports, which they already are, but no fall football, that'd be ridiculous. And the amount of money they would make because other people are not paying attention to baseball. They're baseball fans saying, hey, I'm done with the MLB until Manfred is out of there. Get him out of there. NFL can capitalize because you're going to get more fans that are going to tune in. There's nothing else to watch. And with everything going on outside, Americans traditionally traditionally love to take a sit back, relax, and watch some ball. I do believe there's going to be an NFL season, but if I'm Roger Cadell, I'm looking at it from a standpoint, look, Cowboys has been tested positive. The Texans have been tested positive. I'm pretty sure there's going to be more players around the league that's going to test positive. If I'm Roger Cadell, I believe the best bet just to make sure there is a season is to set the calendar back at least a month or two. We are talking about a league that still has to go through training camp. I know they have talked about shortening the preseason, but this is not a year where you have to shorten. This is not a year where you should shorten the preseason because you already missed out on voluntary OTAs. You already missed out on rookie training camps. And me and you talked about it last week, how how important this preseason is going to be for every team surrounding the league. And so you, you don't want to shorten that up. And then... Looking at it from a standpoint, the league is supposed to start its regular season in September. Me personally, if everything goes according to plan, hopefully by September we will see a decrease in these in these second waves of coronavirus cases. So if I'm Roger Cadell, pushing the season back a month, possibly two months, is not going to hurt anything. I mean, of course, it's going to be weird looking at a Super Bowl come March or April, but I mean, hell, this is 2020. Everything about this whole entire year has been weird. So that is the NFL best opportunity to make sure that they have a season because what I don't want to happen is for the NFL to go out there and say, we're going to keep everything the same. You go out there and next thing you know, by mid preseason or the first part of the 2020 season, you got to put the league on holes because 35 to 40 percent of your players have tested positive for this virus. So it's, and, it's and in, that's my thing. It's, exactly. You know, and that's why that's I, feel, thing. I, I think even pushing it back would be, I'm, I'm sorry, I think pushing it back would be a stretch. Personally, Cody, we know without the workers, the frontline guys, right? And, Let's let's bring this back to real life. Right now, we have the essentials, right? They have been working doing this entire thing, have been, you know, working tirelessly. And government only sent out one $1,200 check, even though, the, you know, some of those essentials were working other jobs and those other jobs stopped working. You know, they're not making the money that they were making. So then they're, they're struggling a, a little bit, not doing as good. Or they're, they're, it's just a lot, right? And but without the essentials of what this country called the essentials, this country would go to the cans, you know, to say it nicely. So without the players, you don't have anything. And these owners in the NFL, where you have a cap, so. Your highest paid player is always going to be a quarterback. But outside of that, your your cap saves you from a lot. 
you have enough money. Jerry Jones, Janice McNair, Robert Kraft, you know, they have enough money. Without your players, the people that drive this game, you have nothing. So my suggestion was simply to be, it is now June 17th. By July 17th, if we are seeing these record numbers still go crazy and pop up, now mind you, these numbers are going to seem inflated now that everything is back open and testing is a lot more accessible. Granted, I understand that. But without those numbers that's showing how high things are and how long people have been having it in the first place, if it continues to grow, then honestly, there should be no NFL season. To say there's no NFL season, it's a stretch because I know you, hey, we know these owners have money, but this is this is hard to debate because on one hand, you're looking at it, if there's no season, then you know the owners, they're going to tell whatever CBA agreement they have on the table right now. That's what the NBA is going through right now, and the same as the MLB. If they do not play a season, then you're looking at even more problems down the line. Because let's say at the end of the year, they get a vaccine for this virus. You didn't play in 2020. Now you might have the possibility of not playing in year 2021 because there's going to be a lockout. And you know, and that's not just for the NFL. That goes for all these pro leagues. Like I say, I'm seeing it in the NBA. That's part of the reason why the MLB keep going back and forth. If these players do not play, if these teams and in, in, in the personnel, if they don't play something in 2020, th- the following year is also in jeopardy. But at the same time, is it worth for these players? And we're talking about at least 50 men, and that's just the roster alone. 50 men players suiting up. What is is it worth the risk to go out there week after week after week to go out there touching one another? You know, just just being on top of top of one another in all different kind of way, shape, and forms. And next thing you know, you have a league that have caught corona. Every single league has to take everything into consideration. One, is it worth it? Two, if we don't play, you know, the owners and, and league personnel, they're going to tear up the CBA agreement, which is going to cause a lockout for the following year. It's a lot at stake here. So it's one of those situations where you it's – I mean, at this point, I would say if a player wants to play, let them play. If a player don't want to play, give them at least half of their salary. And with the other half of the salary, use it to find someone in 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 the from the Canadian league who who've been dying to get a chance in the NFL. You know, they're going to have to work something out, not just in the NFL, but all around these leagues, because at one point, I don't want to see them risk it. But on the other hand, I kind of do, because if they don't, the ripple effects in sports is going to be bad. I'll tell you what's not bad, and that's Bill Bar. Bill Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It tastes just like a candy. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar with 16 amazing flavors, eight chocolate nut flavors, eight chocolate nut free flavors. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Nothing to go around chewing on a brick, just trying to get your day going. Bill Bar is great for health-conscious guys and gals. 
lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Flavor profile with the peanut butter brownie, 20 grams protein, 170 calories, three grams, three grams net carbs. And that's just a start. Go to billbar.com and use promo code locked on and you'll get $10 off your first order. Again, use promo code locked on for $10 off your first billbar order at billbar.com. Since April, John and I have talked about the Texans draft class of 2020. From Ross Blacklock, their first overall pick during the second round, to their last pick, which was Isaiah Coulter, who was selected during the fifth round. Overall, Houston did pretty good at filling the holes that they needed to fill during the NFL draft. And here on Locked On Texans, we are very satisfied by the selections that they have made. However, we did fail to mention <laughs> the undrafted free agents they signed a few days after the draft, which is overall still pretty good. In total, Houston have signed now players, and we are now looking at a situation where out of those nine players, perhaps maybe two, maybe stretching by saying three of these guys actually have an opportunity to make the Texans um, 54-man roster. So with all that being said, John and myself wanted to take a look at who the Texans signed as undrafted free agents and which one of these players has the best opportunity to make the team. John, I'm going to let you go first. When we look at undrafted free agents, it's always going to be difficult to make a roster, right? I mean, unless you're Terrell Davis, it's, it's difficult because you're coming in last of the last of the last taken on a roster, trying to make a roster that are full of guys that have been on the team before. Yes, yeah, some of them are going to get released, but they're going to get released or let go for other guys that were drafted or brought in as free agents. Now, when we look at undrafted rookies for the Houston Texans. I like the outside linebacker, Jameer Jones, uh, out of Rochester, New York. Played at Notre Dame. Uh, as a senior, he recorded 26 tackles, six and a half for a loss and four and a half sacks. Four quarterback pressures, two forced fumbles, one fumble recovery, and one pass deflection in, in 11 games. And I think the reason why I'm going with him overall is because when we look at the up front, right? We can look at the other guys that were undrafted free agents, right? We can look at the North tackle they selected out of the West Georgia. We can look at wide receiver Tyler Simmons, and I think he actually will have a case to uh, make the team. But I think defensively, the Texans are still wanting to, what they said before, stay deep defensively, versatile. And I think Above all, they want to make sure that they have bodies to fill because they don't want to go through what they went through before, and that's losing guys and not having anybody else around and not having another player to bounce and fill in, into their role. That's why I'm going with Jameer Jones because of this outside linebacker. We can use him on the field. Uh, we, we, can, we can use him on the defensive line, around the linebacker core. But more importantly, I think we'll be able to use him with special teams Jacob Martin, who had a phenomenal year to end it off last year, you know, he was on special teams. Now Martin will get a lot more situational time on defense. That role that he played on special teams, that can go to a young cat trying to make the, make the roster. It all comes down to this, Cody, which we just talked about. Will they get an opportunity to showcase their talents and what they can bring to the, to the team? 
that remains to be foreseen. But I also think if there is no season or if the season is jeopardized, then the NFL as a whole, hopefully they would, you know, give time to allow players to prove that that you still, you know, should be in this league, whether you are undrafted uh, as a rookie or brought in as a free agent throughout the summer. Who knows? But we'll, we'll definitely take an opportunity. I think Jameer Jones is a guy that I would choose just watching him play. He pops out on the screen at times. He has moments where it's like, oh, where is he? When he pops out, he has a, a, a nice play, a big play. And so I think the Texans can use that on special teams. And that's what I'm looking forward to is boosting that special teams, even though we just lost our special teams coach. Yeah, when it comes to undrafted free agents making their way on the 54-man roster, opportunity is the one thing that needs to be on their side. And when I'm taking a look at this roster and you go position by position, the one area of this team that has some questions surrounding it is the production coming out of the backfield. Duke Johnson is not the kind of halfback that you will depend on from the week-to-week basis to be your every down back. And, I mean, look, I, I believe in David Johnson, but at this point, we don't know what the hell we're going to get in Johnson. You know, we just hoping and pray that we could get at least 50% of what he was in 2016, but we don't know. And he already got his spot taken by an up-and-coming running back in Arizona. That's part of the reason why he made his way to Houston this year. And both of these guys, basically more so for David Johnson than Duke Johnson, if one of these guys falls short of expectation, they would have another hole to fill out the halfback. That is why I'm going to go with undrafted free agent Scotty Phillips, the running back out of Ole Miss. And he is a type of player that has a lot of promise to make his standpoint in this league. But he also needs to make sure that he's in the right system. And I believe with him coming to the Texans will give him that opportunity to a showcase. Not only do he belong with the Texans, but also an opportunity to show that he is a legit NFL player. You take a look at his height, 5'8", that's kind of a negative. But his style of play with him being short, stocky and fast, the best player that I can compare him to is Mark Ingram. And if you want to know more about that and why why I'm comparing him to Mark Ingram, just check out my article that's coming out later today on Sports Map. And just like Ingram, he's small, but he can find those. He can get through those A, B, and C gaps. And he is the type of player you give him the ball. He's going to make sure he gives you those extra yards. He can run over players and make those extra plays, you know, score a touchdown, whatever the, whatever the case might be. And he also showcased that he can be the versatile style of halfback that Bill O'Brien likes. Last season, he recorded 77 yards, two touchdowns on eight passes last season um, for the Rebels. He's in a situation where the Texans do not have a number one option at running back. Yes, preferably is Duke Johnson. But like I mentioned, we don't know what we're going to get out of Duke. And just like he got his position, his spot taken away from him last year by an up-and-coming running back, the same thing can happen to him again. Some people think that he's going to be the second option and that Bill O'Brien and, and Tim Kelly is going to move towards Duke Johnson being the focal point of the running back position. Anyway, it goes, the Texans do not have a primary running back heading into this new season. That is why Phillips 
A, not only can have an opportunity to make this 50-man roster, but B, has an opportunity to, to, to go out there and, and get some playing time. Because if any one of these players, God forbid if both of them do, but if any one of these players falls short of expectations, there's going to be a great moment, a great opportunity for Phillips to say, you know what, I might have went undrafted, but let me show you why that I am a dominant ruffler. Let me show you why that I am <clears throat> ready for this, John. Aaron Foster has the potential to be Aaron Foster 2.0, an undrafted running back, made his way to the Texans, became an all-pro running back, led the Played league in the rushing SEC. yards. You know, just 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 became a dominant running back. Who's can who can say that the Texans not going to strike gold once again? I'll say this: if it happens with Deshaun Watson, uh, the amount of I say this: the amount of space that can get created offensively, the play caller should have no no problem. And again, of course, we would have to see. But optimistically speaking. The play caller, Tim Kelly, should have no problem with creating dynamic plays to get this offense rolling. You know, with everything that has been going on in baseball, right? Will they play? Will they not play? LeBron James losing Alex Bregman because he wants to, well, his company wants to produce a docuseries or whatever they wanted to do on cheating. Seeing the New York Yankees Again, mind you, because this is not the first time that they were caught cheating. Come out, once again, with the information that we had that the New York Yankees also cheated. It brings me relief because, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of your cousin. Comes over, does a lot of bad things. You guys do a lot of bad stuff together, right? And then you get caught, he does it, and then he turns into this, I mean, why, why would you do this? Pointing fingers, because I've had a lot of those cousins. Back, at, you know, just pointing fingers, making fun of you while you're getting a whooping, snickering in the corner. And now, your mama find out, oh, your cousin was outside with you as well. And now, finally, they're getting their ass beat. The only thing is, Whenever I got in trouble with my cousins, I had the opportunity. Go back home, go to bed, eat some good food, just like how the Astros, they got caught cheating, but they still won the, the, the World Series. The New York Yankees are a disgrace. Not only the baseball, but the sports period, because you know why? The Yankees and their fans feel entitled. They get, they get, they get all the, the, you know, top tier players. They pay them all this money, and you guys haven't won because you're entitled. You feel like New York, the Yankees gonna get everybody out of here. You suck. You, you tried to cheat, it didn't work. Losers. That's my rant. Don't mess with Texas, goddammit. <laughs> you know, now it makes sense why. The Yankees were so upset. Like, like everyone was upset that the Astros and the Red Sox got caught with the sign-stealing scandals, yada, yada, yada. But now it makes perfect sense why the Astros were the one team who was mad the most. Because they cheated and they still did not win. It's, it's, it makes sense now. If, if I'm a cheat, I will hope, hopefully, if, I'm, if I cheat, I get everything that cheating is worth for. 
So not only do you go through the embarrassment of getting caught, but it's like you cheated for what? Because you're the Yankees. Losers. I'm just, just how could you point your finger at somebody that you were doing the same thing it just didn't work out with you, and people didn't know. The public did not know at the time. So, yeah, you went along with it. Oh, well. Guys, I'm John, some sports guy. Hey, follow me on Twitter at some sports guy with two Y's at the end. Can't wait to talk to you. If you got anything you want to talk about, Texans, Rockets, baseball, movies, TV, music, doesn't matter. Bring it on. I'm all game. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. And please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. That's Cody C-O-T-Y D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Remember to follow Locked On Texas on Twitter and Facebook at Locked On Texans. And be sure to subscribe to Locked On Texans on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Digital Megaphone, and Spotify. Until tomorrow, fellas and my ladies. Peace. Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.